what is the meaning of life? This is the question we're going to talk about on today's Daily Walk. I'm recording this from Slab City. If you're unfamiliar with Slab City, they call it the last free place on earth. What we see behind me is called Salvation Mountain. A man came to Christ in his 30s. He moved out here to this place and he started building this mountain that uh, was first based on some other material, didn't last. This one's actually built with adobe structuring and then painted and he spent his entire life here until he died in 2014 building this mountain which is definitely an intriguing site. Here's just a little bit of a sampling and this is just a little bit of a sampling. There's cars and boats and motorcycles and just all sorts of stuff over here and uh, just all sorts of all sorts of things just pointing to Bible verses. Now, is this true Christian discipleship? I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Uh, I was here yesterday, and uh, the Chinese tourists were in full, full force. And um, this—they are coming from a country that's not allowed to see a Bible in many cases. And uh, so, in that case, yeah, it could very well be a little bit, um, uh, a little bit evangelistic in that. But looking around in this town, there's not much else here. It reminds me, in a way, of people who are choosing to live in the ways people would be forced to live in many third world nations. And that's really the, the fact of the matter. And it's not that people are forced out here. It's a lot of it. People are choosing to be out here. I met a gentleman that lives over uh, this direction here. I'll go ahead and pan over. You can kind of see where, where he's at. Um, it's basically a junkyard. Now it's a junkyard combined with art and that's really the part that uh, that people are doing is they're just repurposing wasteful things and just putting them in intentional places. The one guy hadn't left this place, hasn't even gone to a store in 11 years. He just sits around here. Now this place has become such a touristy place that you know, they do meet a lot of people. The question is, what are they doing when they do? We, as tourists, come in and meander through all of the junk, which is literally people's houses. And it begs the question, what is the meaning of life? Is the meaning of life to just get out here and just exist? Rush has a fascinating lyric in one of their songs, is it living or just existing? And there's a difference between just existing and living. I talk about this oftentimes in the scope of terminal illness. How long do we want to prolong a person's life who is already knocking on, on death's door and we're just being going over here putting a little silencer so death can't hear the knock? Okay, are we living or are we just existing? And that's what my travels are about, is to see the world, to see the, well, mostly starting with the country. I don't know if we'll go into the world or not. Who knows? It happens when most of the world's looking kind of crazy right now, like this country. Um, but with all those things being said, is our task just to exist or is it to do something more? This brought up more ideas as I was walking through town. There is the Church of Enlightenment. Um, it's not a church service you'd probably want to go to. It's a doctor of herbology, acupuncture, and sex therapy. And it's all about, you know, all peace is love and all this kind of stuff. And that's 
the mantra. It's it's good, uh, ushy gushy types of things, but it's not uh, saving faith for that matter. Um, it may or, it may give you some warm fuzzies, but doesn't give you a specific direction in life. Otherwise, being nice and being kind, and everyone up here is nice and kind, um, and that's that's certainly the principle. But the fact of the matter is, we as people are for more. But but um, <clears throat> what I was thinking about, I was talking to the gentleman up there at the at the uh, the Church of Enlightenment, and uh, it reminded me of the monastic communities when. Rome, a Christian nation, starts battling other allegedly Christian nations as well, and uh, they are all fighting each other, all under the cause and cause and cross of Christ, and it caused a lot of conflict. So all these these people are like, I don't want to be part of any of this, and they go off and they join the monastic communities, and they found the old monks. And the old monks would sit up there and they would draw themselves near to Christ, but they were always so isolated there was no one to pass this knowledge to. So is it our task to build ourselves up for Christ, or is it our task to pass that knowledge on? Well, it's both. This is why Jesus, in his example, he oftentimes retreated alone to pray and build up his relationship with God the Father, but then he came down to work with the masses of the people, and we must do the same. So as we can come to this intriguing place like Slab City, where people have come in here and they're just building up for themselves, it's basically an organized horde that's outdoors, so it's a little bit safer. And so they're doing these things, but they're not going anywhere. They're not doing anything. They're, they're getting out of society. It's like the modern-day Amish, um, except for they don't know how to grow their own food here. So they are dependent on someone going to town to the store. There's certainly people coming in, but no in-depth, deep relationship building, no passing on of knowledge, and no knowledge to even pass on. Unless you're talking about painting a dead car. Um, and it's intriguing art. Don't get me wrong. The art up here is fascinating. But is life not more than just existing? Is life not more than just sitting in here? This is why as Christians we have to learn how to balance walking with Christ. Developing our life with him. And then moving on and saying, what now? What is the next thing we need to do? What is the next task that, that we have to do, which is passing on that knowledge? It's discipleship. This is why we have to spend some time alone in prayer and worship and in private study, but then we have to get out and we have to serve in ministries, whether that's in church groups, parachurch groups, or just basic community stuff. And I'm a fan of basic community stuff. Now, I don't have a calling to be out here, but anybody that wants to live an alternative lifestyle, there is a fascinating need for the true gospel out here. Most people out here, it's all about love, love, love. And basically, it's a bunch of hippies. Uh, we'll put it that way. And hippieism is fine, but it doesn't give us real solutions. And um, for the verse that we want to mention here, um, I've kind of rambled on, and I've rambled on in an organized yet disorganized fashion for an, an, an intentional reason. Here's your homework assignment to read the book of Ecclesiastes. We're not going to read the whole book here. I'm going to give you the conclusion. But it's a brief summary in the book of Ecclesiastes written by Solomon. What do you do when you are basically the trust fund baby of the most righteous person in the world? That's really what Solomon is. He's a trust fund kid. 
He walked and inherited this massive wealth. Sure, he grew his wealth even further, but then it begged this question, is wealth what there is? So he writes Ecclesiastes. He talks about domineering women. This is a man who had a thousand wives. Can you imagine? Like, that is a different woman. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner every day of the year, okay? And um, a thousand wives. He had unlimited amounts of money. He had so much money, silver was worthless. That's a lot of money. When silver doesn't mean anything to you, that's a lot of money. He had the best of foods. He had slaves. He even wrote books. He wrote poetry. He wrote all these things. So he's perpetually seeking. The book of Ecclesiastes is the perpetual seeking. What everybody out here in Slab City is seeking, they're seeking the meaning of life. And he gets to the end. And what does he say? about the meaning of life. The end of the book, it says this, the conclusion when all has been heard is this, fear God and keep his commandments because this applies to every person. For God will bring every act to judgment, everything which is hidden, whether it is good or evil. Our meaning of life is to fear God and to serve him. We serve him best, according to our scriptures, we are prepared for good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do, it says in Ephesians 2.10. Uh, similar uh, sentiments are echoed in the book of Titus, where uh, Paul, uh, Paul writes to Titus, he says that uh, we are a people, I find the exact, uh, exact verse here, he gave himself to redeem us from every lawless deed and to purify for himself a people for his own possession zealous for good deeds. That's uh, verse 2.14, Titus 2.14. So we are created to be zealous for good deeds. We are created to good to do good works. We are created, as Paul writes in Romans 10, to preach the gospel because we, without the gospel being preached, nobody is going to be saved. That is really the meaning of life. It's not to come out here and escape from the hubbub of life. It's to Escape for a short period of time and then go back into the world a stronger person built with Christ, built up with him, so we can pass on this knowledge to others. So serve in ministries, but also remember to balance yourself by taking time for yourself. Slab City is a fascinating place to, to visit, and I'll be here for a week. But I'm not staying. There's no purpose. There's nothing here. It's just a bunch of garbage. That's my thought. Let me know your thoughts. Uh, visit the website, rwalkingchrist.com. Uh, check out my new book, which is called Half My Life. You can find it over there on the website. And I hope that you enjoy your daily walk in our Lord. Thank you for tuning in. Our Walk in Christ podcast is a listener-supported presentation. For more information about how you can help, check out rwalkingchrist.com forward slash support or our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash Tom M. That's T-O-M-M. Digital and paperback books are available on several online bookstores or at our website. Once again, the website is ourwalkinchrist.com.